everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Skunk Train, I am heating up my vape right now in the computer box. It's Technology is so amazing. Oh, yeah. You guys are uh, listening to MutinyRadio.fm at 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop. I am, have to say, I got in here and I'm fucking pissed. Whoever is part of the station who decided to eat peanuts in here and get them all over the floor and then smash them and they don't clean up after themselves, fuck you, dude. Not your maid. I'm so pissed right now. I just got back here. There's peanuts all over the floor, so I'm not going to be able to pay attention to you guys for the first five minutes because I'm totally going to clean up these fucking peanuts. Like, it's like penis peanuts. It's I'm fucking pissed. I'm, I just, I don't understand. Like, is it, nobody here is under 20 years of age and yet they're fucking children. Like, so, I mean, no one... It, the other day, someone knocked a painting off the wall. There was glass everywhere. They just swept it into a corner. Is this is this millennials? Is it the millennials? Who is it? Is it is it old lazy people that can't see and are afraid of cutting themselves, or is it young millennials that are too, too lazy and they think that everybody does everything for them all the time because they spend eight dollars on a latte and they're like, I can afford it because I make lots of money even though I don't do anything. I'm sorry. I fucking hate your generation, whoever you are. Probably the people downloading this fucking stupid podcast because that's all you guys do. It's not real unless it's fucking on Instagram or you downloaded it. Or you heard it because you're constantly listening to something like your own thoughts are too fucking scary right so you have to constantly be listening to something all the time sorry fuck you millennials i'm sorry i'm 43 and i got hurt like this week it sucks being old i used to do the splits all the time i hurt myself doing the splits it was a karaoke accident very tragic and um so anyways i'm sure you guys will be nice to each other but if any of you are millennials fuck your people your people are awful you know what i'm not a racist i'm an ageist fuck you young little fucking assholes and then uh, whatever okay i just i have to sit here and clean up this room i'm pissed about it but you guys can comment on each other's jokes and it'll be great uh it'll be four minute sets and then i'm usually in a better mood but honestly it the thing that sucks is uh, seriously when you're injured and you don't look injured it just sucks because you're constantly like it hurts but it doesn't look like it hurts because you don't have like a cast or a cane or anything like that um uh, so if you hear the horn it means you have a minute left it's a good thing to learn what a minute feels like if you're new um, that's one of the helpful things we do here. Another thing you don't have to do, you don't have to put your phone out when you get up because this is actually being recorded and it's on a podcast. So you can give us a download. That'll be helpful. Um, I don't have the list yet. Someone could throw the list into the open window. Yes. I'm sorry, all of you new people. I should be much nicer in a much better mood, but honestly, I'm just like... I mean, what the fuck? It's like it's like the sunflower seeds, okay? So don't ever eat sunflower seeds here because they are so hard to clean up. And the only people that know that shit are the people that clean things up. So I hate being that person. 
All right. Your first comedian of the night. What a joy and wonderment he is. We're going to give him a little extra time just because he said something nice on the internet. I mean, I guess it was nice. It was basically like, hey, nobody respects your mic, but I do. <laughs> and I was like, cool, bro. Um, and then I put on a little comment about how like lots of people actually listen and download to the show. So thank you if you actually download the show and listen to it and you're like, oh, I'm learning about comedy or whatever. Uh, he's, he's definitely someone to learn from. Super funny guy. Put your hands together, everybody. For Jim McVeigh. Hello, listening audience. I look, uh, if you want to know what this voice sounds like, it's attached to the body of someone who looks like Ryan Gosling. I have no physical deformities. I'm very attractive. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, I did. I did try to leave like a comment because I do think this is like one of the best open mics. It's like it's the most fun. Also, especially when you get your friends here, you can be really mean to them in a fun way that only we can do. I don't know either anybody in this room well enough to be as catty as I would like to be. I would like to be especially catty, but we don't have that rapport yet. Uh, cool. So I'm gonna mess around with some stuff. Um, I grew up with young, um, I have young parents. My father is five years old. I broke a 50 at the dollar store and it went out of business. I am trying to get my beach body ready. I'm just not sure which outfit I wanna wash up in. Uh, I think this is too much navy. Cool. Uh, I'm learning how to bake. The recipe called for a cup and a half of sugar, so I had to tear open 90 sugar packets. I had to go to the Starbucks like three times. Um, it bothers me the way that we measure things. I would love if we just switched to the metric system. It's so elegant and easy. I feel like the U.S. will switch to the metric system once men realize that 10 centimeters sounds so much larger than four inches. Uh, trying to bring that one back. Um, I was looking at my resume and I was like, in a pinch, my resume could double as a suicide note. If I was in a hurry, I could just sign it and the police would be like, wait a minute. Are these jobs or reasons? I can't tell, because they are reasons. They're like, damn, three years at an auto parts store? How old is this guy? 28? He did not have a backup plan. He GED, what are you doing, bud? Okay, uh, I, was standing next to, I was standing next to a couple, and I was minding their own business, and the man moved, the woman didn't notice, and she thought that I was her man. And I know this because she was in her phone, and she turned to me, and she said, oh, babe, I love you. Ah! And it still felt good. It was meant for another man, but I still felt pretty good. I just stole another man's I love you, and I felt, it was as if she didn't, scream in my face. I didn't even hear the part where she said nah, into my face and it felt good. And then uh, she, I didn't say it back. I didn't think of anything clever to say. And so um, I just felt weird. And then she turned to her man and she said, uh, oh, you know, babe, you, you know, I love you. Uh, and at that point I felt like, dude, she's just saying that to get back at me. Cause I didn't say it back. And then, uh, 
she's she said i love you to him but i knew that my i love you was so much better i got like this this build up of an i love you that must have he must have really earned that i love you that i just took from him for nothing and then he in return got a shitty i love you that you would say to a distant relative um I hope that they think about me in their fight, their next fight. I hope I come up. I hope my face is in his head. But it, it, it weirds me out. Like, I do see, I'm alone a lot, and I see couples just really going at it on street corners, just being really intimate and doing things that I, I long for. Uh, but then we get all creeped out when a homeless guy does it to himself on the street corner. Why is one better than the other? Uh, you know, it's intimacy is difficult to find. And anyway... Uh, I am through, I'm having a hard, I'm trying to go through a weed phase and I can't do it. I feel like, like the other night I got too high to handle the concept of twins. I had to move to a different BART car because I couldn't handle that. That is a possibility. And no one, like no one care. We should be treating these people like gods. It's the most, it's the craziest thing. Anyway, uh, I'm through with weed. If I want to feel like the way that I move my body is wrong and everybody is talking about it, I'll just go lift weights at the gym. And because uh, there's always some guy that's like, hey, don't do that. And then I'm like, do what? Uh, and that's how I work out. Um, let's see. What other new stuff do I got? I just realized I'm chewing gum and that must have been awful for the listening audience. Uh, I am, I've been seeing a hypnotist for binge eating and it worked. I don't have any more money for food. Once a week I see her, I give her all my money. Uh, okay, I'm done. You guys have been great. Uh, let me know if you have any notes. Or whatever. For my young to make music from the black. Jim McVeigh. Um, I didn't, uh, once you got to the sugar, you started you started cooking, ah. but um, I didn't really understand your first three jokes, and I was wondering if you'd repeat them. Maybe I don't yeah. know if it was your new one-liners are too fast, or if I'm yeah. just too dumb to get them. I could slow down. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I grew up with, uh, yeah, my parents. This is the first time I've said this. My parents. Uh, I grew up with young parents. My father is five years old. Uh, so that that one, I just don't know if that's funny. So I was just kind of throwing that out there. Um, the dollar store one, I might have said before. I just this is I just refound it. But I went to the dollar store. I broke a fifty, and it went out of business. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I don't oh, understand that joke. Oh, get, I got it. Um, yeah, uh, maybe. Good point. Maybe I don't understand the joke either. Uh, is it that they don't have any change in their for a fifth? Yeah, it's like they're running on. Hey, they're running on like nothing. So by breaking a hundred or a fifty, they just don't have that amount of change. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's bad. Uh, the beach body one. I don't know if that's funny. I don't know if it's clear that that's like a a a, a drowning joke at all. No, I didn't get it. Oh, I, okay. That was those first three jokes. I was like. I, not only did I not, uh, like, maybe I didn't hear them, but I also didn't understand them. Got it. Yeah, the beach body one. It, really? Does that make sense? That's a drowning joke? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I'm trying to get my beach body ready. I'm just not sure which outfit to wash up in. Um, oh, up on the shore. Yeah. Because I, like I was thinking, like, all of a sudden, when you say wash up, I'm thinking, like, wash your face before dinner, or I'm thinking, like, wash your clothes. I didn't understand. I don't Oh, right on. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know wash. 
I was thinking yeah. it was just wash up in a different context that I didn't understand. I'm like, uh, I got it. Wash up in like he's gonna. Uh, yeah. Where what? I'll mess around with some different wording. That one's well, yeah. beach wash up on the beach. You just right. it just requires a setting. Yeah. Which uh, sand to wash up on the sand in? Yeah. Okay. I, I just didn't have any context for wash up, so I was yeah. like, what? But see, now I get it. Now I get oh, it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then once you hit the sugar. Oh the yeah! You were cooking, and the the one after that, the the centimeter versus the inch. That that's, that one's, that's gold. Thank you. That one's old though. I'm just trying to squeeze it in somewhere just to see how it feels. Anyway, that's cheating. I cheated. I did an old joke at the new joke. So anyway. for the for the new people here, the way that that, that that this show works is that you tell Jim things that you liked or didn't like about his jokes, or things that you got or didn't get. Um, and so it's this interactive kind of thing. That's why the microphones are out there. There's two yeah. microphones in front, and then there's one. I didn't explain that very well because I was ranting at the beginning about the fucking peanuts in here. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm so pissed about it. Someone ate peanuts here this weekend, and they're all over the floor, and they smashed them all over the ground, and they're all everywhere, and I'm just like, Argh. You could get mice and stuff, too. We already have mice. Oh, man. And if you close our front door, you can look. They can run in at any time. Yeah. Like Our front door, even when it's closed, there's a huge space. It's like, hey, mice, come on in. Let's, yeah, have, yeah, let's yeah. have a peanut party in my pants. Oh, yeah, that's um, but yeah. so usually when we start the show I usually say hey everybody gets comments that's what the microphones are there for and then that's how we help one another figure out how to make our jokes better so yeah does anyone have any comments to go up to the microphones and tell Jim cool I'm also cool with like physical notes like brush your hair stuff like that <laughs> that was mine oh really oh no, uh, I really actually like the washed up joke. I do get where Pam's coming from. I think you could probably say some sort of scene like wash up on shore with or wash yeah. up. Something that's not beach. Okay. Um, to be honest though, when you said, I'm not sure if this is enough navy or this is too much navy. Yeah. You're obviously describing the outfit you're currently wearing. But right. my brain went to the navy in the in the ocean. Like oh, gotcha. Army, military, navy. And I was yeah. like, so, but maybe you could go even farther with that. Like maybe I should have a hat or and if I do, it should probably have a chin strap or something that's like, yeah. you know. You're really planning on dressing That's to good. the nines. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Then I would have to wear navy, though, uh, every time I tell that joke. Oh, yeah. No, I just mean like... I do wear a lot of navy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you were just commenting on what you were wearing today. Yeah. Okay. To be I fair, I, I thought there that. was. I thought that was had something to do with the navy too. I didn't. I didn't understand what was going on because I yeah. still. I didn't get the wash up, and then I got navy, and I'm like, what is it? People in the navy are washed up. Like I was just trying uh, to wrap my brain around. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Uh. Um, oh, does this work? Yeah. You, okay. Yeah, go um, for it. Tear me up. No, I just made you. I can't. Hey. Um, I you really like the Benjamin joke. That cool. Was really oh, funny. Like, oh, I kind of like in the beginning, like Somebody I thought I wanted Sunday. to elaborate more, but I thought it was pretty straight to the point. Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you. Uh, anybody else? Might need to stall. You're fine, you're fine. Hey, everybody, okay. clap, clap wildly for hey. Jim McVeigh. Cool, thank you. Yeah, and something's going on right now with the mics and feedback. I don't know what's going on. Um, and there was oh, another, yeah. there was kind of a problem with mic three, just for people, just for you to know. It was kind of clicking in and out a little bit, so I don't know if that's, if you want to switch. That's mic three, but maybe that's just too loud, huh? Is that why we're getting feedback? Because, okay, cool. Yeah, good. Well, there's where the feedback hits, but it's all good. Uh, okay, we are moving on to a new person. I think his first name is Pete, but it also looks like Pear. So he could be like Father. It's either like Father Bummer or Father. Yeah, that's 
Balmer. Father Balmer. Father Pear. Pete. Pete Balmer. Cool. Your last name's really Balmer? Ooh, yeah. Oh, I feel really good about my handwriting now. I was having a good day. Now, fuck me, I guess. You guys feeling hot? Yeah, sweet, cool. Uh, I'm doing kind of shitty, uh, mostly because people keep telling me I look like a douchey Thomas the Tank Engine. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, and I get it. It still hurts. I didn't ask this cartoony forehead and these rosy cheeks. I was born this way. I'm, uh, I'm red, green, colorblind. Which is like super not a big deal. Uh, I forget about it a lot of the time in my day-to-day life because it like doesn't come up unless somebody asks me to like sort their bell peppers for them, <laughs> which isn't a thing. Uh, some people think it's a really big deal though. Some people I'll tell them and they'll and they'll like freak out back. Like, oh, I can't believe that! And they have the same two questions for me. First thing people like to ask like, oh, what you red green color blind? That's that's fucking crazy. How do you even drive? Got a little tip for you guys. Red one is on top. <laughs> Bet y'all didn't know that, right? Made a song so everybody can remember this fact from today. Feel free to sing along if you know the words. It goes, uh, if the light is on the top, then you have to stop. And if the light is in the middle, then it's the yellow one, and you know that. And if the light's on the bottom, then fucking drive. It's green. Stop driving. Stop singing. Uh, that's one thing people say. The other thing people like to ask me when I tell them red green color blind is they will point to an object nearby me that is presumably red or green. And they're like, oh, you red green color blind? What color is that? And I'm like a nice guy, so I'll give them a guess. It goes one of two ways. Either I get it wrong, which people love, because then they get to be like, oh, no, it's not it's not red, it's green. Ah, I'm like, all right, thanks for the note. I won't get that wrong again. Uh, that's one way it goes. The other way it goes, I get it right, which people are less excited about, because they're like, oh, is it green? And they're like, oh, how did you, I thought I thought you were a green colorblind. How did you know? I'm like, yeah, I'm not probability blind. <laughs> and I stop making fun of my disability. I got bell peppers to sort. Cool. Uh, I got a little younger, little younger brother. He's a, he's a nice guy. Um, he he had a big birthday recently. He's now able to go to bars. Yeah, that's a good good. He's 24 or 19, depending on the ID you look at. Uh, it's cool though, cause as his older brother, I gotta properly teach him how to party. You know, I gotta be like, yeah, let me just show you how we fucking party. So the other weekend, I took him to a bar with me. Went to a bar. We were outside. He's like, all right, Peter, when we get inside, what do we do? I was like, all right, Aaron, here's how we're going to fucking do it. Here's how we party. We're going to get in. We're going to walk in. It's going to take a while because they're checking IDs at the door. So you have to wait like 10 minutes. But then after that, we're going to get into the bar. We're going to get in, go up to the bar, get some drinks. This will take about five to 500 minutes, but it's okay. Because how expensive are the drinks? Like 10 times more than you'd want to pay at home, but it's okay. That's fine. You're going to get the drinks. After that, you're going to go look for a table, right? You with your boys, you're going to go find a table. But, oh, there's never any tables available ever? That's fine, too. Cool. We'll just stand awkwardly near a table and wait for them to leave. But they're never going to leave. It's fine. So we're just going to keep standing there awkwardly, and we're going to talk to each other. But the music's going to be loud. So we're going to have to talk like really loud, like kind of like this. And it's going to be really uncomfortable, and it's going to be hard to hear, but we're just going to be keeping talking like that. Uh, we're going to do that. Keep doing that for a while. Go take a second every now and then to go to the bathroom just to mix it up, get a nice layer of pee on your shoes from other dudes. Uh, and then after a while, if you had enough drinks, you're going to go in, you're going to go get some confidence up, go talk to a girl, right? You walk up to them, say some smooth shit like, hey, are you also drinking a vodka with Sprite? And she'll say something back like, no. Also, why are you so sweaty? 
and then you'd be like, ah, okay, have a good evening. And you're going to go back, keep talking to your boys. After everybody at the bar has done that, then you guys will be good to go. You'll go home, and you're going to be really drunk on the way back. You'll be like, oh, wow, that rejection really hurt. I must be a really fucking shitty person. You'll be too drunk to rationalize it and feel good about yourself. So you're going to go home. It's fine, though, because then you're going to eat a bunch of food, and you're going to smoke weed and watch TV you've already seen before, and then wake up the next day, and you're going to hate yourself, and that's how we fucking party. He's like, all right, I want to go home. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, teaching life lessons, teaching life lessons. Hello. Oh, what's in that mat? I don't want to know. Not peanuts, thank fucking God. Got my car broken into recently? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, no, you don't need to clap. That's not a good thing. Uh, it's always shitty, but it sucks especially bad because I'm 23 years old. And when you're 23 and you get your car broken into and you tell someone who is older than you that you got your car broken into, they like to do this fun thing where they'll give you tips on how to avoid getting your car broken into. Like that didn't just fucking happen. You tell anyone, they'll turn into like your Midwestern aunt and be like, what, you leave a bag in the back seat? Did you park it in a bad neighborhood? Sorry, sweetie, it's just going to happen. What the fuck is that? I can learn a lesson. Yeah, there's a bag in the back seat. It's not there anymore. Don't worry about it. That's also not a thing that people do for any other crime that'll happen to you. It's not like I ever got my house burned down. I go up to anyone and be like, well, did you build it out of wood? Did you put it in a neighborhood with a lot of arsonists? Sorry. All right, cool. That's all I wanted to do. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot for my pot of gold, but lo and behold, because the sex Cool. Any Yay. feedback? Appreciated. Um, okay, so first thing that has to happen is we gotta get rid of that microphone and put it in a stand and put it on the ground. It's not good enough to be on stage. It's, okay. It keeps clicking in and out and it's making me crazy. So we yeah, have to, the next on, person who goes on stage, please don't use that mic because it sounds weird. I'm just gonna put it right um, here now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and again, I didn't. I I, I apologize. I'm sure other people paid attention, but I'm fucking in here cleaning up peanuts. That is fine. Peanuts are tough. <laughs> I'm so- other people with comments. That was probably like fifty dollars in elephant currency. Like <laughs> you brought that to the zoo. Yeah, peanuts. Fuck yeah. Um, I have yeah, I have some feedback. Um, yeah, I really liked your breakdown of going like of how how we party, like breaking down the entire night. I think that's that's really relatable uh, mm-hmm. for any yeah for. Uh, there's like that pressure of being an older brother trying to like take your uh, like yeah take your your kid brother out for like a cool night I think that that's like that's really interesting I think um, yeah you could probably like if you wanted to spend six weeks just like really beating that thing out yeah that's uh, gonna be a thing because like I like say it quickly which is like not a thing I'm used to like like talking so I, yeah. I just need to like work on that and kind of I think I think it's cool because you you definitely get like a bit I mean there's like nobody there's not enough people here to get that like Momentum. justice for yeah if you had because yeah. i think if you do that like on a in a big room or whatever uh you like definitely build that crazy rhythm yeah yeah uh yeah that's cool and then um your shirt let's talk about your shirt i'm just kidding oh, okay. uh oh. let's see the car break in um i s- started spacing out for a second um but yeah the victim blaming aspect of that is really interesting to explore uh i like the comparison to uh <laughs> to uh yeah the yeah i think it's it's perfect the the analogy you're using Oop. um and then the yeah the colorblind song uh i don't know how i like how new this stuff is but it's 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 exciting i think there's like a lot of cool stuff you could do with all this stuff yeah the colorblind one like i've been working on the song because i, I kind of feel like 
I don't know how sort of much I should lean into it kind of because when I started doing it, I was just like wearing the lights on and I wasn't really like moving. Yeah. And then now I'm kind of like decide trying to figure out like, but should I do in the light and like fucking like get like my, my body movement or is it funnier if I'm just kind of like wearing the lights on the top that, well, you know, uh, you're kind of basing it in sarcasm. So I think it's better the way you did it just now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause if you did lean into that act out, I'm just, actually, I have a bias. I'm terrified of act outs. I bombed like one time during a huge act out. I'll never do it again. Sure. But uh, do you, man? Okay. Um, yeah. But I, th- there was something about your character when you were like, because it's like it's you're mocking whoever, like whatever. I don't know. Straw man person is saying this. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're, you know, you're. Yeah. So it, it makes sense that it's like an out of key song, and, and you're. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hell yeah. Does anybody else? Am I hogging this? No, okay. Great. Yeah. It's okay. Just two quick thoughts. One, um, really like the song. Personal thought, take it or leave it. I almost don't think you need the yellow light. I think it hits harder if you go from red to green. And just that be was like, the first time I did the yellow light part. It just kind of sucks the air out of like the the beat. Like you know, the, we've got the vibe. Yeah, the no, I know light, exactly. The lights on the bottom, and then the reveal is like just fucking go, stop singing. You know? Yeah, okay. Just a thought. That um, was the first time I'd done that, so thank you. No, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and then. I had one more thought. What was your first note on his uh, other it joke? Was the breaking, breaking of the bar, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. So another just take it or leave it thing. But I love the speed at which you're going and the authority with which you're delivering this to your younger bro. Yeah. I kind of want you to come to the conclusion that you should just both just buy a bottle and drink at home. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that kind of feels like a better tie up of like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just get a bottle and go smoke weed and drink. So at, at the end, buy it, you he's, know I, mean? I kind of think I was kind of swallowed this, but at the end, after I finished, I was like, Oh, it's a fucking party. I, he was like, ah, oh, I kind of want to go home. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But like, I should be stronger on that is what you're saying. Yeah. I think that's a kind of a nice bow on top of the story. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. We can accomplish the same idea of drinking and partying, but like without all the We're bullshit. We're just gonna go and hang out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just a thought. Cool. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Who, wait, 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 wait. Who are you on the internet? Are you Peter Bomber on the internet? Uh, yeah. And is it a pic? Are you in Oakland? Is it a picture of you with a green, sh- someone with a girl in green? Um. Does it I'll, look like you? Does it have a picture? I, I'm red green color blind. I don't know what color the shirt is. Um. Is there? I'll uh, come. I'll just come look. I'll, I'll come okay. look after this. Uh. Cool. cool. Yeah, all right. Thanks. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I just I like to tag people because then I that's where I put the podcast after and it's just easier for you to get it. And again, apologies to the first people, Jim McVeigh and Pete, for like, like I'm fucking losing my mind today. So apologies oh, to you guys. Uh, it's just I'm injured and I don't look injured, but I'm injured and it it hurts and it sucks. And it's just because I'm old now and I hate being old. Uh, your next comedian, I'll try to pay attention to you guys now. Balmer with two L's. You really do have horrible handwriting, sweetheart. You gotta, you can't expect me to be a good host. No, it's Joke Workshop. We have to learn things. You guys, when you sign your names up on lists, I'm not kidding. It's a real thing about comedy. When you sign your name up on a list, you ha- the, the host doesn't know you. Like, you have to write your name so that we can introduce you and not, because it makes everyone look dumb if we don't know your name. Um, and, and a lot of that time, it just, it's because I, you must be a doctor. Isn't that a nice stereotype? People with horrible handwriting are good. Where did that stereotype come from? Because people don't want to be, maybe it's because we don't want to shame our children for having horrible handwriting. Uh, your next comedian, I can read his name. I'm very excited about that. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kevin August. Makes sense, no? Never talk at intersections and always cut the joint. Thank you. Hi, guys. Um, how are we? How are we feeling? Feeling good, feeling great. Did everyone have a nice Easter? Or 
I don't know, atheist day, Sunday. Um, I had a nice Easter. I didn't really do anything religious, not religious. Ate a lot of food, you guys. Um, I don't go to the gym. I don't work out, kind of feeling that. Uh, Occasionally I lift, you know, most of the time I Uber. The point is I need to be getting out, getting active, need to be getting on my bike, you know. Um, My wife had me doing these, excuse me, workout videos for 30-year-olds. They were designed specifically for 30-year-olds. Uh, but some of these moves were still brutal, man. They'd, they'd be like, all right, let's get going with that sidestep. Very good, very good. Now we're going to reach for our dreams and throw them out the window. It was awful. Um, I, uh, my family moved around a lot when I was growing up, you guys, which was hard, always having to track them down. Um, my dad would always try to paint it in a positive light. He'd be like, hey, buddy, no one knows you here. Think of it as a chance to start over. I'm like, Dad, I'm nine, not some violent arson. I think you're thinking of mom. Um, Family matters. Uh, You guys, what's the deal with owls, right? Seriously, they look scary. They got the big sharp talons, sharp beaks, big eyes. Sometimes they got points on the top of their head. When they open their mouths, they sound kind of like wimps. You know what I mean? They're like, what's the guy got to do to get a mouse around here? It's the first time I'm trying that one. Thanks, Jim. Um, I, uh, I'm thinking about getting a new cell phone, you guys. I've got a tiny cell phone. It's great. It slips right in my pocket. doesn't get in the way. Um, I don't know. It just feels like they're making them like iPad nanos anymore. They're fucking huge. Um, last thing you want when you're at a wedding trying to get your funk on and some lady's, you know, the, someone's aunt scoots over to you, starts grinding on you, trying to make memories for the photographer. I don't want some fucking ping pong paddle slapping me in the thigh, you know? Next thing you know, you're over at the cake with Uncle Manny dancing to some fucking salsa and you're like, this isn't a wedding, this is a quinceanera. And also, I don't know these people. Um... Try to get your phone out of your pocket. It's too big. I don't know. I'm going to go to the store soon with my wife and just try some on. Just be like, babe, does this make my bulge look small? Um, Working on a tag for that one. Uh, um, uh, You guys, I, I recently had this realization. I was at a crosswalk the other day, and I like, I like jaywalking, but it's not quite jaywalking. It's like a roach walking, if you will. Um, it's a marijuana joke. Don't worry about it. We'll move on. The point is, uh, I like going right when there's like two or three seconds left on the crosswalk, right? And you feel like the fucking shit. All these tourists are standing there like, oh my God, look at this guy. He's crossing the street before it says to. He's fucking ballsy, you know? This guy's a professional city boy. Um, the other day I was crossing and this elderly man was standing there and he's like, jaywalker. And I'm like, dude, the street is clear. You're like 97 years old. Your clock is ticking. Why are you waiting for the robot to tell you to cross the street? Like, just cross, man. I also think it's so weird when the light changes. We I don't know who voted on this, but there's this really strange sound effect that goes on. It goes like this. It goes, not quite that. It's like, like how is that helpful to blind people? I feel like the first one that was crossing was like, fuck, it's a drive-by. I don't know where that came from. Um, what else, you guys? Tried the iPhone bit or the cell phone bit. That was a success. Uh, oh, oh, one last thought. <clears throat> Humans are fucking lazy, you guys. Like, there was a point in time where animals cupped their hands to a river and brought it to their mouth to drink. And now we have cups, but that's not enough. 
people are like, I don't want to fucking do this bullshit. I need a straw to get it from here to there. Come on. That's just a waste of plastic. And that's my go green bit. Uh, that's my time, guys. I'm Kevin August. All over my brain. Side effects. Kevin August, everyone. Yay. Comments from the people. Uh, I'm going to tear you apart. Um the owl misdirect. I get that. That was new. I think, um, yeah, you you could like play around with that a whole bunch of different ways. But I didn't see. I didn't see uh, where. What I'm saying is, I didn't see the punchline. So that it's a successful misdirection. Um, uh, let's see here. The uh, oh man, I I don't take any pleasure in saying this. There was a joke that is pretty close to a Rodney Dangerfield joke. Uh, it was the one. It it's kind of derivative. Uh, my it was my family kept moving. Uh, my family moved around a lot growing up, but I kept finding them. Um, that's a okay. yeah. That's uh, I again I take no pleasure in saying that. No, I, uh, I but I wanted to spare you just, I in, just in case. It. Yeah, um, thank you. Because uh, I feel like it's rude not to tell someone. Totally. But, um, then I can't read my own handwriting here because it says burger, and I don't think you talked about burgers at all. No. Um, yeah, the owl misdirect was good. Anybody else? Is this the shitty mic? Uh, no, that one's... I have it. Oh. I have the bad mic. Um, the Lyft, not Uber thing was hilarious. Thank you. I just wanted to say that. Appreciate it. Um, you have really good act outs. I remember I saw you a couple weeks ago. Um, I definitely think that that's like your forte for sure. Like I, you have, it doesn't look weird when you do it. Uh, that's like I think the best compliment I think I can give anybody in the world. Um, so you. fuck you for that. Yeah, uh, how dare on. you? Uh, but yeah, it's it's very natural for you. I saw you do it at a mic where it was just comics and they weren't happy, and you did it, and it was still natural. So um, yeah, I, I hope you keep messing around with stuff like that. Thanks, man. Appreciate cool. It. Yeah. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kevin August. All right, moving right along. Uh, another uh, new comedian, new to me. Put your hands together for Christina Atienza. Accelerating. What floor you hitting? This is mind elevation. Top of the world, mama. Hi, everyone. Um, so, like, this is something I just realized today. Um, so the office building that I work at, um, right next to it is this other building. And like this whole time I thought it was like some abandoned building and like, I just found out it's like an apartment complex. This is a really old apartment complex. But then this whole time I was wondering, I was like, God, how many people, cause like there's a window that faces the office, my office. And this whole time I was wondering, I was like, how many people have been watching me violently scratch my boobs while I was alone in the office? Like, I was going at it. <laughs> That's what I just realized today. Um, also, uh, so, uh, a friend told me recently that um, she had to attend a funeral for a death in her family, and um, she ended up feeling worse about herself um, I don't know how white funerals go, but um, Asian funerals, specifically Filipino funerals, are the fucking worst. Not because of the death, but because of the whole family is like there to evaluate you. 
and um, <laughs> like evaluate the last six years of your life. And like old, older Filipinos are like hella rude. They're like rude. Like they bring up the most disrespectful things in like the most irrelevant places. Like, I, and I feel weird doing this for like a bunch of white people because it's a little anyways um but um so like I was at a few a funeral like last year and um I as soon as I walked in like as soon as I walked in I had like one on in my face and I was just gonna be like oh hi and she was like oh my god you're so bad now and like and then I before I could answer like it was like rapid fire she was like still at the same job boyfriend what about husband and it's like and and you know it's like not just that one aunt it's like constant they're like tag team and they're like okay you go oh my god you're so bad now it's like constant constant and like um i'm just like damn you know um i'm out here trying to mourn the death of my family member not my self-esteem and you know at the end of the day at the end of the night it's like good night you guys bye aunties bye cousins i'll see you for the next verbal altercation which happens at christmas and um also what else do i have here uh it makes me sad when my relatives shit on my job because i actually like my day job i mean it's not what i want to do for the rest of my life but i mean i have fun with it my my relatives will tell me that Cousin Jojo makes a shitload of money from being a nurse. But um, Cousin Jojo also hates her life and cries every night that she's not an animator at Disney. And, um, you know, and like, they, they got her and they're not gonna get me. So, but like, my day job is working customer service for a ticketing agency. I do a whole bunch of shit and I don't even like seeing ticketing agency because people don't get it. Like one time I met my friend's friend, she was like, oh, so what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I work for a ticketing agency. And then she goes, oh my God, can I send you, can I send, can you send an ex-boyfriend a parking ticket? I hate him so much. Like I'm a police guy. Then I was like, you know, that's not what I do, but you know, I can send him tickets to Tango Lovers Live which I think is just as horrible. And uh, that's all I got for now. Thank you, guys. With finesse, you can find me in the East. Christina Atienza. Cool name. Comments from the people. Um, yeah, I noticed um, you didn't say what your day job was. Oh, I did. You did? Yes. Did I space out for just a second? I remember uh, I had to blow a kiss to that uh, the other comic, so I think it was probably during that. Okay. But uh, I'm sorry. What, what was your day job? Uh, I work for a ticketing agency. A what? Ticketing agency. Oh, okay. Um, cool. I noticed, um, yeah, up front, the thing about scratching your boobs is very funny. Uh, I did not expect that punchline at all. Um, that whole thing is just about perfect. All you need to do, it, if you want this note, is just to cut words out of the setup just to make it more efficient. But that is like, that's great. Um, the next thing, um, yeah, your mean aunts. Uh, I mean, you could ex definitely explore, because you, you brought up that it was at a funeral, and I feel like maybe a natural thing for anyone's character to do would be to wish death upon your aunts. So maybe you could explore something like that. Um, 
or you could take this opportunity to roast your aunts a little bit, get some punchlines in there. Uh, but yeah, all, all it really needs is just uh, cut some words. But yeah, you're on a on a, a great track. Thank you. Uh, cool. That's all I got. Anybody else? Uh, just really quick with the ants at the funeral. I really like that bit. Um, I feel like you burned a lot of the good questions on your first ant, and it's almost funnier when you can kind of uh, animate and show us the tag team. So maybe give two questions to her and then a couple other ants. And then I'm with Jim. I think you should, like, at the end of that, be like, so which one of you is dying next? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give it back to them or just, like, at least tell us, like, next time I see them, I've got these prepared or something like that to kind of, you know, stand your ground. I tried to be, like, more animated, but this is like limited. I'm afraid oh, no, I'm no, gonna fall here. But you were great. Yeah. All I meant is you said your first aunt asked like three questions, and then by the time you got to tag team, it was like repeating questions. I think it'd be funnier if you could kind of like string different questions oh, for different, each one oh, okay. to kind of, you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. That's just a thought. Thank you. Yeah. Anybody else? Clap wildly, everybody, for Christina Atienza. <laughs> Right. I'm trying to figure out which what's going on back here. Uh, hey, everybody! If you uh, oh, I'm such I've been trying to do too much. So um, I'm sorry, guys. We're kind of supposed to. I I don't know if everybody knows this about Mutiny Radio. Now we're financially uh, problematic, and so we're asking people to donate two dollars for stage time. I know people are like, but we're comedians, and we're but we don't sell anything at this space, and we have to support the space to keep if like if you guys don't support the space then at this point there isn't going to be a space so that's kind of like things are really financially tough and i'm not sure how to make money so i've just and i hate to ask i know you guys are poor too but like i am you know i can't even pay myself so money like i don't have like anyways I'm trying to run this business and I'm sorry, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown today because I'm really stressed out and I'll just be honest with you guys. I'm really sorry. It just, when you're injured, it fucking sucks. And when people don't respect your space that you love so much, it fucking sucks. And I forgot to tell you guys about the $2 and now I feel like a jerk because if you don't, and then I don't want to have to chase you down and I don't want you to be like Ashton Tate because that one time he didn't pay and then I didn't want to like chase him out the door. What do I do? Do I say, oh, you didn't pay? I mean, I don't want to be cunty, but I, I mean, we're just trying to, I'm being cunty today. I'm sorry. It sucks. If anybody ever gets old and sick and hurt, it sucks. It fucking sucks. But I wish you all the best, and I really do need your $2. Um, so your next comedian, he's a guy, he runs a show, a couple shows here, Sundays, 10 to noon. Uh, they're going to change their time, though, uh, G-Money and Woostein. And then uh, oh, he runs the board on Fridays for one of our other open mics, Happy Hour, uh, here at Mutiny Radio. So put your hands together, everybody, for George Davis. I'm going to be so fucking mad because I got no fucking money. She's going to be so pissed. <laughs> I'm bummed out. I'm like, I'm bummed out. How the fuck you get on stage to get bummed out, right? <laughs> Thought I had money. No, no, you're broke. You're a broke cunt. Yeah, I remember. Thanks. Thanks, Pam. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I was going to tell this dumb joke. I was trying to uh, get this joke reheated because I hadn't said it in a long time. and I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I'm a fan of Star Wars. Like, you know, that's kind of a thing that's sort of fallen out of fashion lately. Like being a Star Wars fan, weirdly. 
right? Like, you can be a Marvel fan, but, like, a Star Wars fan, they're like, eh, I don't know. And um, being a Star Wars fan, I was a big fan of Carrie Fisher, right? And, like, a couple of years, like, she died, right? And then, like, the day after her mother died, and that's funny, because <laughs> your mother... <laughs> I don't know what kind of world you live in, but the world I live in, your mother doesn't die the day after the child. It's like the, one of the weirdest things I've ever heard of in my entire life because, you know, there, there are things that are things, right? You know, like water's wet, right? That's a thing, right? <laughs> Parents dying the day after their child is not a thing, all right? <laughs> Parent, like, spouses die near each other sometimes right like my grandmother mourned for like two years and then you know after like grandpa died you know she was like sad right i get that but like (laughs) nobody dies the day after you know here was the thing this is why (laughs) here's the joke thanks george all right anyway (laughs) if you ever read carrie fisher's book that she wrote back in the 80s it was called, like, uh, I don't know, stuff. And then, like, it was in the book. Oh, no, no, it was, like, uh, well, because they made a movie out of it. It was, like, uh, Psychology of My Mother or some, hor- some weird shit. Anyway, it's called Stuff. All right, anyway. <laughs> the funny part about the book was, like, the one thing that Carrie Fisher wanted you to get out of the book was this one idea. And it was that my mom, boy, do I love her. But there's one fucking thing that she just can't seem to get over. Is that, like, my mom won't let me own my own spotlight. It doesn't matter what I do. I could be, look, she was the lead of The Sound of Music. It's a big fucking movie. That's not nothing, baby. (laughs) The Sound of Music. I think I've heard of that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of big right now. She was like, as soon as I got into Star Wars, this weird little movie that like just sort of blew up, she just couldn't stop going, well, you know, (laughs) give me that spotlight, B. (laughs) And so the idea... That the day after fucking Princess Leia dies, that the woman from The Sound of Music dies, it's got to be the ultimate version of stealing your spotlight, right? <laughs> How in the fuck do you even do that? It's like, you can't even plan that, right? Dude, like, if you try to die, if you, like, push on your chest, you won't even fucking do it. But, like, the amazing part is, like, Her will was so strong to tell her daughter to go fuck herself that she died the day after her daughter. And that's like, she was 78. Her daughter was like 51. It's like, what the fuck? Anyway, all right. I'll end on my favorite joke. And you already know this joke, Pam. Hey, um, I only know one joke. Here it is. Um, hey, what can lifesavers do that guys can't? Why? Come in five different flavors. Thank you. Good night. Yeah. Yay! Coming in all the flavors of the rainbow. Uh, you're wrong. Dismay. I can come in several flavors. Uh, 
Cool. I liked how conversational your set was. Um, that that was that was really interesting to see you explore the topic and then wrap it up at the end. Um, nice. I think you totally could cut some words, throw in like some more punchlines, and like really uh, beat the shit out of it. Um, and yeah, the the last the joke you closed on um, was yeah is is, is funny. Um, that is, that's all I got for you. Your, your information's wrong though. Julie Andrews is not yeah, her she, mother. She was Ju- oh, I, re- I, yeah. I, I, miss, so, I knew I missed up. Julie, Julie Andrews is in the Sound of Music. There you go. Die. Nah, he and there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I knew I fucked something up, and I was like, ah, eh, well, just keep walking through it. You know, I, yeah. Sorry. But the concept is funny that the mom that she dies, her mom died the day after her. Yeah. But it's very sad. Still, I mourned the death of. Carrie Fisher. She, I mourn the death of <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Yeah, she also wrote some really good books. Um, Postcards from the Edge was really good. And, it's so stupid. She's you know famous. <laughs> They're just people. They'll be fine. <laughs> we all live. We all die quickly. <laughs> you know. I guess. Here's the funny part, right? Sarah Bernhard was like a fucking world famous actress in like the 1890s to like the 1920s and nobody fucking knows her name if i even say sandra bernhard you think of the comedian from the 80s right the Not one even. who was the one who was who brought the lesbian overtones so, like, to roseanne uh, Im- immortality her? in your legacy relax okay <laughs> this bitch was so famous like she was on the cover of everything <laughs> so just you know just try to be yourself and funny and the best. Any other comments? Hey, everybody, George Davis. All right, your next comedian. I fuck up his name. Thanks, Jim, for helping out. I really appreciate it. Um, I always fuck up his name, but I'm going to try not to tonight. I even was thinking about it when I was walking here. I was like, okay, you know exactly how his name is spelled. You know exactly how to say it. But every time you try, you always say it wrong. And I don't even be trying to be funny about it. I just... Max Mawachanine! San Francisco, California. That sucker All right, right. That, was, uh, that was perfect. Does anybody have change for a five? <laughs> okay, I'll do my down payment of $1. And I'll do the rest. Um, all right, I have a bunch of dumb jokes I want to try, uh, so we'll see how this goes. I haven't paid two dollars to feel this uncomfortable since I ro- rode Muni through the tenderloin this morning. <laughs> Coming to joke workshop is a lot like seeing Apocalypse Now when it first came out. It only costs two dollars, and there's a lot of bombing involved. All right, I got I got one more two dollar joke. Uh, <laughs> Coming to joke workshop is a lot like buying two items from your local local Dollar Tree. It only costs two dollars. And the material that gets used isn't as good as if you went elsewhere. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm done with that section. I, uh, <laughs> so I hung out with one of my best friends from college this past weekend, and he, uh, he came out. He told me he was gay. Uh, it felt like going to a poorly planned surprise party. Like I was happy, but I totally saw it coming, you know? <laughs> I was like, I'm, this is great, but like, I'm not really surprised. All right, let's see. What else did I... <laughs> I saw that movie, The Secret, recently. You guys ever seen that? Basically, they say, like, oh, if you visualize yourself doing something enough, eventually it'll become a reality. Uh, But if that were true, you would have had sex with a lot of porn stars, and I would have had sex. (laughs) 
I don't know. I, I think that joke's pretty dumb, but it gets a laugh every time, so I just keep telling it. I'm shameless. Isn't it ironic that telling a joke about not having sex can make you feel like a whore? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right. What else did I want to try out? Oh, yeah. I don't believe in horoscopes. I don't. I, uh, recently, uh, a lady told me, she was like, I'm a Virgo, so I'm intense and serious. And I was like, well, I'm a Taurus, so I was discontinued by the Ford Motor Company in 2006. <laughs> I, got, I was like, look, in all seriousness, I'm a Taurus, and I think this horoscopes is a bunch of bull. All right, I'll, I'll try one more thing and see. I'm glad George is a fan. <laughs> are, you, are, you cry, are you crying over there? <laughs> all right, well, I'm glad I got <laughs> No, it's fine. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> You're all I got up here. <laughs> so I, uh, all right, I'll try. I was at the grocery store the other day. I saw a sign that said cage-free eggs. And I was like, do we keep eggs in cages? That seems kind of silly. They're not going to, like, run away, you know? They're already in shells, you know? The cage is a redundant enclosure. It's not... It's not putting an egg in a cage is like if you took a prison and you put it in a prison... I don't know. I'm like, how's an egg going to get away anyway? All it can do is roll. It doesn't even roll that fast. Trust me, I've seen an egg roll. <laughs> I even pointed out, I was like, hey, look at that egg roll. It's, you know, it's a lot different from the way that bread rolls. <laughs> and it's certainly not how I roll. I don't roll like that. I, even if I'm on ecstasy, I roll a little different. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll end on that. I'll stop now. Thanks, everybody. I, l I thought your first three jokes were very funny and I'm flattered that you okay, just wrote jokes about guys, about my two dollar <laughs> issue it's a promotional campaign I appreciate it it's great um does anybody have any comments I'm trying to pay attention today guys but I'm just I'm I'm sorry I'm not I'm dealing with everything else so I feel like awful because I know a lot of you it's your first time here and you're like I'm never gonna come back to this that cunty bitch running the show what's her problem <laughs> but um so I'm I'm I, I apologize sincerely um but you're funny and your first three jokes were funny and I listened to those okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I liked all your jokes, man. I, I think they're always fun. But uh, the the joke where you use the setup for the uh, the secret, um, that's to me. Uh, it, it seems kind of like a dated reference at this point. Where like I feel like it was like a hot topic in like what two thousand six or something. Right, right. And it's is I've just heard it's not necessarily a bad thing to do. I've heard a lot of comics uh, just do jokes about it, and I just feel like it's kind of. It's kind of out of the the social zeitgeist or whatever. Right. So so it feels a little like a bit of a stretch. If that makes like not not to say it's yeah. not a bad joke or anything, but yeah. um, I mean obviously it's a terrible joke. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. But uh, but I'm I'm just saying that's something to just just keep in mind to people when you okay, just jump into some stuff like that. Sometimes it feels forced when anyone's yeah. like it's like the same going like oh you guys uh what's the airplane for? like I don't know yeah, you know it yeah, just sort of it feels kind of out of the blue, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. That makes sense. I, yeah, I don't it's know. Kind Hopefully, of, it's kind of dated. And yeah, it's a little dated, and it feels yeah. like why? Why wasn't he like? If you did that in 2008, I would have been like, good joke. Okay, but I'm, I'm like 10 years too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that's okay. But keep doing it if you like. If I do it. like a retro. If, show I mean, or something. yeah, test out on audiences and they, okay. if they react. But for me, it's it, though you also get jaded when you watch a lot of comedy. So uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. 
other comments. He's just going to slink off the stage. Everybody, Max. Are you on that show tonight at Edinburgh Castle? Oh, does anybody know? If any, who's on that show tonight at Edinburgh Castle? Does anybody know? Oh, I don't know. Nobody knows. T- tonight it's not on open mic. It's its show. Oh. Just letting people know. If you're going to hit up, if you're hitting up open mics later, it's not an open mic. But um, I advertise their show. I don't give a fuck. It's 8 o'clock. It doesn't compete with mine. Uh, go over to Edinburgh Castle and see a showcase. Uh, your next comedian gives good feedback to people and he's going to be on stage right now. He's also, he's, we've watched him grow here at the Joke Workshop and he's a very funny person. Put your hands together for Ian Levy. All aboard, all aboard. I love my greens in the morning. I love my greens at night. Well, thank you very much. Mutiny Radio is the first place to comedy. And tonight it's the last. Oh, okay, that was <laughs> that changed quickly. Um, did, did anyone ever? Uh, I'll talk with some relatable comedy first. Did, did anyone? Uh, I have a strong memory growing up of my dad doing this. Did anyone else ever go through this? Where when I was a little kid, my dad he took a piece of string, right, and he tied it around a doorknob, uh, and then he tied the other end of that string to me, right, uh, and then he slammed the door, and that's how I was circumcised. So that was just very woo. You know, it's good. <laughs> Very shocking, but I was a man now, so I guess <laughs> uh, it's a it's a weird thing. Uh, so people say that um, millennials are the worst generation ever. I'm a, I'm a millennial. Any millennials here? Woo! Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, people say millennials are the worst generation ever. And to that I say, uh, have you met old people? Like, it is not a great demographic to go off of. It is not good. And I'm not, like, I, you know, I, I don't want to be totally judgmental. Because to be fair, older generations are, are, are great also. As long as you don't follow history or the news or really any information at all then then you old people are just like these frumpy kind of funny smelling people that's cool that's i got nothing wrong with that you know they smell funny i smell funny too that's cool some people think it's weird i say i smell funny but i'm just committed to my art so i also taste funny i'm funny in every sense imaginable (laughs) oh boy yeah i um People, uh, people say, I talk to a lot of comedians, people, sometimes comedians will say doing comedy uh, is like doing a drug, and I think those people have not done very many drugs. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've never had a comedy set go so well that I forgot how money works, uh, but I have taken acid that's made me go, I don't know, just give me a veggie burger, and thrown my money at them. I would say the only way doing comedy uh, is like doing a drug is that now my family talks about me uh, and my comedy the same way a family would talk about their son if he got addicted to Oxycontin, of just like, he had so much potential, but you're, you're throwing away your life. What are you doing? <laughs> Get a job, you smelly homeless person. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, think, uh, I think a lot about uh, birds. I think uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about birds. I think birds, the way we respect birds, shows a lot about how uh, we value a beauty in our society, right? You think about it like uh, swans, right? We we have a lot of respect for swans. They're high up there. They're, they're these like majestic, beautiful birds. Not a lot of people know this though. Uh, swans, incredibly mean. They are very unpleasant, 
terrible personalities, but they get a pass, right? Because they're beautiful. Uh, and then geese, on the other hand, uh, terribly mean, just as mean as swans, uh, but their only actual crime uh, is that they're less pretty and we hate them. Like everyone fucking hates geese. Have you ever been feeding ducks and a goose shows up? It will ruin your day. I'm just like, what is, no! Like, it's the fucking worst. It's a nightmare. I have no respect for, in our society, there's, there's no good stories about geese. Best you have duck, duck, goose, where you you're ostracized for being the goose. Of so just like someone's like you're a goose. And you're like no, I'm not. And then I uh, read a um, article online recently that said uh, people in monogamous relationships tend to live longer, uh, which I think is a nice little thing to read if you're in a relationship. But if you're single like me, it just puts a lot of extra pressure on your dating life. Because uh, now when I ask people out, I go, uh, would you like to get a coffee sometime? Because I want to live. I am scared of dying. Please hold me. If you say no, my blood is on your hands. So I, uh, I was talking to a woman on a, on a dating app recently, and she said um, it's hard being a woman on a dating app because men... Uh, say very creepy things to you, right? Men will constantly say creepy things to you on dating apps. And I was like, yeah, I understand that. But to be fair, it's also hard being a man on a dating app, right? Because it's very hard uh, to constantly come up with creepy things to say to women. Like I am, it is hard. I'm running out of things. Like I can't say I want to suck on your toes. That sounds derivative. Like too many people have used that. Suck on your hair? I don't know. It's, it is tough to scare these women. All right, I'll, I'll just end on this. Um, I value all life. I really do. Uh, that's why I don't, uh, when it comes to spiders, I refuse to kill them. I do not kill spiders, one, because I value life, and two, because they are very scary. So I do not want to get involved in that. I'm worried if I don't finish it, it will remember my face, and I just leave it alone. It just owns half of my tub now. That is, a spider moved it, and I'm just like, it's, it's there now. Its name is Frank, and we don't fuck with each other. Okay, that's my time. California, I hate to say it, but that last joke was really close to some I've another one I've heard by a comedian. But I don't even know if you oh. know that comedian, Andy Picaro, or who is he says, That's your room now, Spider. That belongs to you. It's a joke that's uh, almost ends exactly you the know, same. I think I have heard that. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's I mean, it's kind of the same, but kind of different. Um Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. So I have a tag for you. I think you can turn your geese and swan joke, which is um Vaguely racist into an actually racist joke because swans are white and geese are brown. Mm -hmm. So I think if you just added that in there, like you, it was almost like I thought you were going to say it at one point, but then because you were like, because geese are awful creatures. Well, the color of their bills and stuff, but they're brown primarily. So like, yeah. If you're like, you said swans, so swans get a pass because they're beautiful, and geese are ugly because yeah, yeah, yeah. i because they're brown or whatever i think it's okay, you can, yeah, i think yeah. you're loosely veiling yeah. this could be the best racist joke you know, ever written the only bill color i like is green am i right whoa green bills whoa making money whoa, uh, hustle, shake, hustle shake that's what i okay um <laughs> 
dumb. <laughs> I, and I also liked the thing you used to do with geese where you'd say, if I was to give a, ver- a word about geese, I'd say they're crusty. Oh, you know, I completely forgot and to do syphilitic. that. That's still part of the bit. I oh, just okay. actually actively forgot to do it. I love that part of the bit and okay, I missed yeah. it and that's, I was sad the that it wasn't there. The and I forgot I, because I am not good at comedy. No, so you, you are, but it, it, it's, it's funny. Um, and then... I forgot the main punchline. I, Ooh, oh boy. I'm Back to the drawing board. But that's what, I'm glad I was here to remember it for you because that's like my favorite part of the joke. Um, and then... Worst part is I've done this joke once before tonight already <laughs> and I still fucked it up. Where is there an open mic before this? Uh, they've started doing one at Milk Bar right before at uh, 5.30. Oh my God. Yeah. 5.30 at Milk Bar? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Are there lots of people there? Uh, people show up, but it's it's just kind of like the regulars who hang out at Milk Bar. It's not um, like, yeah, it's not like crazy packed or anything. I'm just curious. I just feel like... It's just, Mil- Milk Bar has like a people who just live there who aren't like comics who just like, like a lot of, well, I guess like the Sylvan House people, but they don't do other mics. They just live at Milk Bar. Right. So Gotcha. Um, so the other thing was comedy really is like a drug because I've been doing it for seven years and I want to kill myself. I think there's something very similar there because like if you've been doing cocaine, like cocaine is fun the first year you do it, right? Yeah. But if you've been doing it for seven years, you probably want to kill yourself. You get in too deep, you have to have your arm cut off. Yeah. Or fucking double sided dildo. Or... Exactly like the Oh God, I hated that part of Requiem for a Dream. The yeah, double sided yeah. dildo is the worst part. Bit. It's the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened. Ass to it ass. is so awful. Oh, you can't, please don't ever do that again. I have so much PTSD <laughs> from that movie. I just watched so so much PTSD really movie. It's it's a PTSD movie. movie. I really like that movie though. The part when the mom is all doing the drugs. That part I was like, this is great. I love really? to watch the. That's yeah, the saddest part for me. That part. That part I had no problem watching. But the girl part, I am still seriously like even. I don't even want to think. Like now you made me think about it, and I'm really sad. I'm even more sad than I was at the beginning of the oh. show because he he brought it up. No, I brought it. I brought it up. I was the one who brought it up. But I, I would. Uh, yeah. I don't, have you ever watched The Wrestler? It's a better. Aaron, oh, we're getting off topic. No, I didn't now. watch The Wrestler. It's it's a better Aronofsky movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watch films, guys. Yeah, like well, that's guy. good that all kinds like, of things can I'm like keep you really alive. deep. <laughs> are there are there other comments? I'm sorry, I was hogging the oh, mic sorry. for the stuff with the um, people. That first joke about the Simpsonism. Yeah. That was really cringy, but I loved it. Like, you have to use the microphone, darling. It's oh, I, I was she she is is oh, it turned off you. maybe? Oh, it's you. I'm sorry, I was looking at you, and I thought you. Were oh no no no, no yeah 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 that's no so no no funny. you're you're good <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that was totally eventual. <laughs> like, do you get that type of reaction every time you say that joke? Um, I I've only used that twice because I just read it the other day. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's intended to be of kind of gross visual. It's not. It's meant to be kind of shocking and be like, I'm so weird. <laughs> it was great. Oh, 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 thank you. I've seen you a few times this week, and you're super funny, and you oh, have to stop masturbating the mic stand to put it away away from you and hold it just yeah and then i like the vocalization you do it always sounds like you just got thrown in a pool and it like shocks people and it's so funny okay. it's like i love it i don't see a lot of people do it and you use it really well oh, thank you. and it's great and it's mm. it's really powerful so keep i like okay, it cool awesome thank for you what very that's much. worth yeah. yeah one other thing it is kind of similar to I mean, the only reason I know this is because Stroymoid always does the same jokes, and but it he does them everywhere, so they know them. He does the thing about his dad tied the thing and, and then punched, punched him in the yeah, face. It's kind of a misdirect too. It, yeah, 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 but it's the same. I mean, but it's it's. I mean, it's a premise. The premise is when we were little, they used to tie our tooth to a to a thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's different. different, but it's still like it still reminded me a lot of Stroy's joke. But like, it doesn't old. matter, you guys. Well, I mean, the one he, thing I was whatever. has anyone because I when I came, wrote that I was like someone must have used it 
use that premise for circumcision before, have they? Okay. For circumcision, right. I don't know. Okay, see that's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just a creative genius, so I can write old jokes. I hear no, I'm just that's dumb. But uh, but okay, yeah. I, I figured it wasn't the most original thing, so someone else could have easily written it. Okay. My voice is very high pitched. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, everybody, clap wildly for Ian Levy. All right, your next comedian, uh, another funny lady. I met her last week. You guys will enjoy her very much. Everybody, put your hands together for Kayla Keller. Thank you. I'm going to pick the receipt out of this wad of ones and shove it in here. Uh, so yeah, it's it's good to be here. I just started a new job as a nanny recently, um, but it's weird because the kids keep calling me mom. Um, I am their mom, but I don't want them to call me that anymore when we're out in public because <laughs> it's not good for my image. I want dads to think I'm a nanny, so it's just it's interrupting my flow a little bit. And uh, it's I have three kids under three. I did it for the hashtag, which I need to stop doing. It's never as funny as Instagram makes it look. Once you commit to it, it's your life, and it's just, it's not as funny. But uh, but it's good. I have three kids under three, and it's not because I'm pro-life. It's because I'm lazy. <laughs> because that's the secret. There is no miracle of life, right? The uterus is just like a Ron Popeil rotisserie oven. You can just set it and forget it. In nine months, you'll have a baby. It's not that complicated. It's really not that complicated. It's not that beautiful. Uh, but... I'm not trying to work overtime at my nanny job, so I went to Planned Parenthood to get some birth control on board. And it's a weird Planned Parenthood because it shares a parking lot with a Burger King, like all good classy establishments should. And there's a humongous billboard and it just says, if you go to Planned Parenthood and park in our parking lot, we will tow your car. So I was eating my celebratory no babies burger and this woman walked in just totally irate and she's like, uh, what happened to my car? And the woman was like, we towed it. We towed it. Did you read the sign? We towed it. And she's like, I was next door having an abortion. An abortion. Did you hear me? And the woman's like, yeah, well, you should have ordered a burger. I don't know. I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> right? Because no matter how expensive this city gets, you cannot gentrify a Burger King. They do not give a shit in the Burger King. Their life is an abortion. They don't want to hear about your abortion at all. They're not interested. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's good. I've been in a relationship for eight years. And uh, at this point, like, we're not married. I feel like three kids is a big enough commitment. I don't want to commit to any more. But it makes people uncomfortable. And they're always like, when are you going to get married? And I'm like, that's a great question. I don't know. He proposes every year. Like, once a year, every year he proposes. And at this point, he's reached the level of desperation where he's just trying to jump scare me into saying yes. Like, if he... <laughs> If he catches me off guard on the right day, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, you got me. <laughs> you got me. Set a date. Set a date. You got me. That was a good one. I didn't expect it today. Just stops me in the parking lot like, hey, do you need any milk? And do you want to get married? Like, no, nah, better luck next year. Better luck next year. Like a sad little league coach. Like, you left it all out there on the field, Tiger. You gave it your all. Uh, you really gave it your all. You left it all out there. But not, not this year. It's just like uh, I've got a stack of rings at this point because Zales... Zales has convinced him that's the issue, that the ring is the issue, that that's the main problem. Uh, it's just like, like, it's like the Super Bowl, just like the cock block Super Bowl. I've just got a stack of rings next to my bed. But uh, it's okay. Like, I, I like to be, 
Uh, I like to keep it optimistic. You know, I don't want to crush his spirit too much. Because I think every woman knows that look in your man's face, you know, when he looks at you and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to give you another dry hand job in the pantry. No, the kids are napping and I think your crying might wake them. Not today. All right, guys, thanks. It's been my time. Kayla Keller. Everyone. Uh, I want to know a little bit more about the reasons for you not wanting to get married. Like, does he not make any money? Like, do you get to stay on food stamps because you're not technically married? Like, what's the reasoning? Like, you must be super wealthy if you don't want to marry him. Or either he, I mean, do you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot to delve into there. And I kept thinking, like, why doesn't she want to marry? You have three kids. Like, okay. what's the benefit of being unmarried? I mean, I, I get it. I don't ever want to get married again, but I don't have any kids. And I don't ever want to share money with anybody ever again. And I mean, these are my reasons why I would never want to. Right, I would right. never want to get married because then I wouldn't get to keep my food stamps anymore. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, because yeah, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I, I have Medicaid, and if I had someone who actually made money, then I wouldn't get my. You know, I wouldn't be able to take care. I'd ha then they'd have to take care of me. But then oh, okay. you're already taking care of three kids, so I feel like there must be a really interesting reason. Or he could just be like the worst guy in the world. I don't know. No, that's that's a good point. I should probably. I don't, I mean, it's it's mainly just because I I want to keep him guessing. Don't want him to get too comfortable at all. Just at this point, eight years, I want him to think I can walk at any moment. Just wow. Keep him caught, and I'm just <laughs> no, but see that that's there you go. I mean, that makes sense then. If that's the keep him, keep him guessing. Keep him guessing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I all would right. just just personally like my favorite part of your sets. I've seen you a few times, uh -huh. and you you're really funny. Thank you. But like my favorite part of your set is always when you start getting into your family business. <laughs> And like, to be perfectly honest, if your whole set was just your family business, I swear to God, it would be one of the funniest sets that like ever walks on this stage. Like, if you just delve into like, why in the fuck and these kids and like three kids, <laughs> the whole deal is so interesting. Like you, you could you could easily spend five minutes on that every every time, you know, and just delve deeper and funnier. So that, that nanny joke is great, and I haven't heard that one from you before. That was funny really funny joke. that you wanted. Yeah. No, I I actually had kids for for that reason. I thought it would help my comedy. So no, it's true. It's not. A, it's a, it's sad, but it's true. It's real. Wow. It's a commitment to comedy. <laughs> that's, All that's right. Funny. Um, I just want to say I'm like really in love with your delivery. <laughs> Thank you. The jump scare joke was hilarious, and I really like it. <laughs> thank you. I just, I was working on that one today. Thank you. Cool. All right, thank you guys. Hey, Kayla Your next comedian, he keeps coming back, which is great. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it is great. It's great to see you every every time you're here, and you've been coming around a lot lately, so we appreciate it here at Mutiny Radio. Put your hands together, everybody, for Casey Fields. Hey, oh, uh, well, I only have a 10, so I'm accidentally a hero today. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I got paid recently, so that'll work out. All right. Uh, how's everybody doing? Good? Good? Yeah, that's good. Whew. I actually had some uh, family visit from out of town recently, and uh, they wanted me to uh, show them around. And, um, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe we could go to the Redwoods, you know, or go to a badass taqueria. But they were like, no, we'd rather go to Fisherman's Wharf and eat clam chowder. And uh, so we went down there. 
But walking around, you just can't help but feel real deep feelings. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think we should make an actual tourist trap. You know, next time people get on the ferry to Alcatraz, they just ship them off to Alaska. <laughs> Alcatraz. How is that a fun family activity? You know, it's like, hey, kids, uh, instead of Disneyland, let's take pictures at a former federal prison. Wouldn't that be fun? You can sleep in a bunk bed that Al Capone got the clap in. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that cool? <laughs> Every major tourist attraction in San Francisco is horrific. Like the Golden Gate Bridge. It's the Bay Area's most popular diving board. And you're supposed to take pictures there with your girlfriend. Uh, as you can't tell, I'm a little depressed. Uh, it's mostly because a couple weeks ago, I went on the scale for the first time in a while, and it said I weighed 190 pounds, <laughs> which is about 20 pounds over where I really should be. And uh, it's, it's kind of pathetic. Not that I am overweight, just the, uh, just like the why, how did I get fucked over attitude I have every time it happens. It's like, what, what the hell happened? All I did was never exercise and eat at McDonald's every other day. What, how, how did this happen to me? You guys ever go to McDonald's so often that the people that are working there actually start to recognize you? No? I have. I pulled up to the window and, the, yeah, I pulled up to the drive-thru and the guy at the window was just really friendly. He was just like, oh, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? And I was thinking, not good. Your friendship is uh, my wake-up call. And as I was driving away, I was just like, man, I really got to get my shit together. But I still ate the burger on the way home. <laughs> just like, oh, no, my life is a mess. I really need to work out. <laughs> uh, I grew up in a uh, religious family. Um, and uh, earlier this year, I finally let go of religion, which was tough. And... Uh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Usually it's, oh, that's sad. But thanks, George. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I came up in a religious family, and just, just one of those things. You, uh, uh, The more you, at least for me, I, like, look, it, you know, if religion is your thing and it helps you out, you know, that's great. I'm not saying all religion is bad. It's just, to, you know, teach their own. But for me, the more I learned about science, the harder it was for me to defend my beliefs and I started to catch myself, you know, saying things that make absolutely no sense trying to defend it. It, it really actually happened when I was watching Cosmos a year ago. With, and, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson comes on and it's just like, human beings. <laughs> Wait, what was it? It goes, uh, <laughs> human beings uh, seek answers in the supernatural because of the fear of the unknown. And I was sitting on my couch in denial, just like, if, if human beings fear the unknown, then, then what the fuck is Gumby, and, and why do I like him? Explain that, Mr. Spaceman. Huh? I wish that wasn't true. Uh, 
that's mostly what I wanted to work on. I guess I'll just kind of ad lib. Uh, not that I wasn't ad libbing a little bit before. Um, I went to the mall <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Give it up for the mall, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Price tags are the shit. Woo. No, I went with my girlfriend, which means so I, I was basically forced to go. Did I get the horn, by the way? Oh, no. You're reaching for it. I, I, felt, I was like, that felt like five minutes. I don't know. I just... I don't know about you guys, but I just feel like such a martyr at the mall. Because like, I never want to go. I never, ever want to go. It's just like, I just don't want to be in that crowd, that sea of people just mindlessly buying shit to make somebody else happy and get her off my back. <laughs> but, you know, you do what you got to do. And like, have you guys ever seen a boyfriend at the mall? They got this look on their face like they're being crucified. Just, <laughs> All right, that's my time. Thank you. KZ Martyr at the mall. That was funny. I like that. I don't shop myself, so I, don't, I understand what that's like. I, I don't like going to the mall. So many watches. Like, who needs that? I don't know. It just confuses me. All the things for sale. There's so many things for sale. It's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny is that people are willing to spend money on. They, people spend a lot of money. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Not on open mics, but like on other, not on comedy, <laughs> but on other things. It's like, it's incredible. I know. Yeah, it's true. You can uh, go in really hard at the mall. I think you'd be really funny just hitting the mall up, just like talking about you at the mall and all that shit. I think you'd have a really fun take on it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate like, that. If you just want to run on that for a while, you know what I mean? You could fill a fucking lot of time just shitting on the mall. I definitely have a lot of feelings about the mall. Yeah, so. that's Which, what thanks, I thought. It, it feels like it. It'd be really <laughs> cool if you did some more on that because you're really funny when you hit that up. Which, which, which mall do you hate the most? Oh, all of them. But... uh what? No, I, I don't know. They all they all kind of suck. I went to, uh, I think it was called the Westfield Mall. Yeah. Yeah, the Westfield Mall. But that's not the worst. They've been they've been worse. Hillsdale's pretty bad. Yeah. I spent a lot of time as a child in malls, so yeah. I identify. I just don't. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's just like I don't get. It's I don't know. I think a lot of people go out there to like have like an easy thing where you can kind of walk around and like be with your family, but it's like you know. You could you could go on a hike, <laughs> right? <laughs> go go to the woods. Right, know. hiking is walking on dirt. Right, right. Yeah, that's the only difference. Go to a dog park if you want to be happy. I don't know. There's so many things. Be happy, yeah. I'm. So yeah. They call I'm a great guy for saying all this stuff. No, no, you <laughs> no. It's hey, you don't have to be a consumer. It's fine. I mean, you're a bad American if you're not a good consumer. But whatever, that's cool. It's fine. I don't care if you're a bad American. I know. It's like I don't vote or something. Oh, please vote, though. Uh, I know. I, oh, okay. That's just it's, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Phew. I'm sorry. Voting is kind of important. Uh, kind, just kind of. Does anyone else, is anyone else like not, is, are there any people who aren't super depressed in this room, or is it just me? Is, are you happy? No, I, I, am, I am a self-loathing person. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I, sweet. I, <laughs> just checking. Yeah. It's, it's okay, Let but that's why by. this exists, and uh, that's why I love comics, is because... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of actually, 
Oh no, this is this is like I shouldn't go into this because it sounds no, like a bit. Go but, ahead. No, in all honesty, like you just find like I don't know about you guys, but the longer I do comedy, I'm just like all my normal like normal people friends are starting to like have less in common with them, and I start to have more in common with like the broken comedians. I'm right. just like, oh, someone that understands. You still have friends? That is amazing. That is That's incredible. not a good thing. Stay away from comedy. Yeah. Just go back, I? go back towards the light. Oh, definitely. I don't know, man. I just like the crazy. Don't embrace yeah. it too much. So, <laughs> it's just, they're just more interesting. Like a, a lot of like, I want to see my fan, like, you know, like my extended family and my girlfriend's friends. I'm just like, tell a joke, tell a story. Please do something. Right? And just like, something happens. Most stories are just people bragging, unfortunately. Is that what it's, is it, maybe it's true. At wow. least in the circles that I roll in, which doesn't say Well, much but what else are people supposed to talk about? I mean, people want to, I mean, I don't know. The mall. The mall. They've got to be, yeah, anti-capitalist like me. No, I don't know. I'm full of shit. Don't listen to me. <laughs> um, before you mentioned Cosmos and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm not trying to. I don't have like experience to criticize, but you kind of lost me there, and I don't know if you can cut that down or if that like takes away from the joke. But after you mentioned Neil deGrasse, I thought it was great. Oh, okay. So you oh, okay? So you weren't like, yeah. So, so shorten kind of the beginning of it so that yeah. you can jump right into the yeah. context of me watching Cosmos. That's a good. Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right, cool. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Casey Fields. Yeah, Casey Fields. Yeah, um, make sure you keep your normal friends because you need them to do shows at places. Like you need to, when you if you need to do a bringer. And, well, no, it's it's great. I can't I can't ever get well. I can't ever get booked at Cobbs and Punchline because I don't go to the Punchline on Sundays. But I don't ever get booked for bringers because I don't have any friends. Like I honestly wouldn't be able to bring ten. I, I couldn't even bring 10 people to the comedy festival <laughs> that I knew. So how am I going to bring 10 people to Punchline? And that was only 10 bucks. Like, I don't know. So keep your friends. Keep your friends with money. Seriously, I'm not fucking kidding. I, I, I mean, I... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so depressed today. I really, it's like, this is comedy thing is really getting me down. So the next comedian might make us laugh. Yay. He Maybe he has hope in his life. Yay. Put your hands together for Enoch Eno. Yo, check it out. Hello. Um, I also have been uh, banned from Punchline and Cobbs three years ago. Everybody, I think, knows that. I've been gone for, I called Mary Van Note a bully, and then I called the other guy a bully, and they said, we don't want to see you here anymore. And they said, we don't want none of your kind coming into our town. I was like, wow, that's too much. <laughs> yes, and I didn't open the door for Mary Van Note in Matt Gupser's car. No joke. Wow. I was like, that's uh, the dress of a Nazi lady. She's like, that it was. And I told her, and also, this is a bad description, description of my people. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like, that's the way Jesus should look like. Especially in here. American Jesus looks like this. This is true American Jesus. I'd like to do some uh, new jokes. Man, 
Isn't Burning Man crazy? Why do they do it over there? It should be done in like Mississippi or something. <laughs> huh? If I'm gay, and I really don't like myself, am I a self-hating homophobic man? I have a twin sister. We look alike. Would that make me transmissional? Don't correct me. I meant to say transgendermal. Here's my impression of a bipolar bear. I don't even have to do it. You get it. There was a joke about gray geese. That's why you drink a lot of them. Yeah? Thank you, Zach. I meant to say Freddy. Zach Freddy. Hawaii's number, I mean, when you say Hawaii, it's written as H-I. That's fucking disrespectful. It's not H-I. It's high, right? Yeah. It should be aloha. Thank you. Thank you. iPhone 6 came out. Then iPhone 7 came out. Then iPhone 8 came out. But the Germans were like, iPhone 9! And then 10 came out. Huh? American history. Great Depression. I hope they feel better. Thank you. This is the funniest English... English. <laughs> right. This is the funniest English word that I thought would ever be. Inbred... Merman. <laughs> I went to a doctor for my psychiatric, whatever, I can't say that word, psychiatrist. And the doctor said, what's your problem? I said, I have night terrors. And I was like, bitch, don't talk to me like that. But she was brown, so we're cool. I'm like, I get it. We can call each other that. And she said, you have night terrors? I'm like, yeah. Would that make me a night terrorist? Not a funny joke there. But the next one, she said, what else do you think you have? I think I'm depressed and sad. I used to have ADD. And she said, do you think you have anything else? I said, no, let me ask my. <laughs> Split, per this is a new joke. People are super disrespectful towards pigs. Because people say pigs are smarter than dogs, right? But they treat pigs as if they're not smarter than dogs, which I love dogs, but remind you, they don't get the same education. This is great, this, there's a lot of great, do that. It's got great possibility. Let me do it again. Dogs, don't, they get better education, you know? Pigs don't, all right. A friend of mine asked me, said, where do you think Chewbacca is from? I said, probably Santa Cruz Mountains. And he's like, fuck no. That's where Sasquatch is from. I'm like, neither of those places exist, or those guys were the, new joke. 
Thank you, sir. That's it. Should we? Inokino. Well, you made me laugh. If you put enough olive oil here, you could have sex with it. Well, if you're into that kind of stuff. I think that the circumference is a little too. I mean, you get you could get your dick stuck in there. It could be a very big problem. Mine is very small. <laughs> it'll, it'll barely fit in there, Pamjamin. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you for putting one. your money in there. I, I laughed at I laughed at almost all of your jokes except thank the ones I didn't understand, and I even laughed at some of those. Çünkü Türkçe konuşuyorum, biz sikim anlamıyorsun o yüzdendir. Didn't understand that one either, but right. that was in Turkish. That was great. Thank you, Mom. I laughed at that. I laughed at the, I laughed at your. I just and at one point I looked at Jonathan. And I'm like, I don't get it. And he goes, No, you don't. You don't have to. He's just happy. He's just funny. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, cool. Yeah. That's that's great. That's that was that was Jonathan's comment. Thank you. We I hope you feel better, much, sweetheart. Thank you. I hope Thank good you. things happen to you. All Thanks. Of you that's too, really Zach. kind. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I hope terrible things happen to you. No, 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 no. That's that's a Greek guy. <laughs> Uh, or Israeli or something. <laughs> <laughs> ah, God. Okay, no. Uh, no, no. I really like the uh, the like joke you where you say um, the uh, if I if I'm gay and I hate myself, am I? Except I think it might it might hit harder if you just shorten it to am I homophobic? Like instead of saying am I a self hating homophobe or whatever, if you just say if I'm gay and I hate myself, does that make me homophobic? That's so good. That's smarter. Well, it's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's the same joke. It's just cutting out a few words, which I might make it clearer. But I, I really like that idea. Okay. Thank you. Mostly because I hate oh, gay hi, people. Sweetheart. But. <laughs> I like how, like, timid you, like, start off and then you're just, like, hella fucking funny. Thank but you, sweetheart. <laughs> I got, I feel like I got. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, here we go. Thank you. It's all nice. It's That's good. Right. It's the good one. It's all nice stuff. This was a good night. Yeah, yeah you had a good night tonight, man. Thank like, you, all the jokes landed. Because it's really funny sometimes when, like, tonight, when all the jokes land, and, like, you do the same routine even when the jokes don't land. I do it again. Yeah, and I really love how hard you commit to, like, all of your routine. And, I'm like, the bombing. space involved and everything. So, Thank like, you. there's only one thing to say. Just, like, keep going because you're going to end up being fucking famous just being that. Just, Fox News. Yeah, being that Fox News about your jokes. <laughs> Thank you. God bless. Our- Yay. You know, God bless. It was Thank Easter you, yesterday. Thank you. Yay. Well, thank you guys for being here and for putting money in the kitty. I really appreciate that. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll try not to be so depressed next week. We'll see what happens. I'm just sad. Well, there's just there's no hope in the world. What's the point of being alive? Like, I mean, everyone does comedy, but I mean, we're so we're all the same. Are we funny? Is anyone funny? What are we getting anything? Is anyone getting anything out of this? I don't. I just don't even know. I don't even like care about stage time that much anymore. I mean, I do care about it, but I don't like. I just it just doesn't seem like. I don't know. What's the fucking point? What's the point? And like, am I? I'm. I, am I gr- I'm not grinding hard enough, but I've been doing it for seven years and I see all the new people grinding and then people get booked, but you get booked because you're at a place or because you're funny or whatever. And if you're not out, but you have to be, I mean, it's just so much stuff and it's like, what if you just, I, you, I, does that ever happen? You just don't want to do it anymore? You've been doing it more than seven years, right? Six, so you're coming up at the same place I am. No, you're still happy. Oh, okay. You were in Turkey for two months and you feel like your life has fulfillment. 
No, still no fulfillment. Turkey, turkey didn't happy, help. It helped. Thanks. It's teenage mutant. I'm wearing my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sweater. It's good. I, well, thank you for saying that, but I don't, I don't feel great. Oh, I'm just so depressed. Everything will be okay. Thanks for coming to Joke Workshop. Um, uh, we'll see you guys later. Listen to other things at Muni Radio. There's lots of great shows here and stuff like that. Cool. All right. Uh, listen to some more of the Skunk Train, and then coming up later, Forever Two Wheels. That's a good show too. Okay. Bye. Baby, don't settle for less. I bring it for the block, baby. Fresh in the flesh, and I rap to the death with finesse. You can find me in the east, so way out west. This is not a test. I'm a man possessed, getting rich for my possessed, doing a stretch. San Francisco, California, ballers, hustlers, grinders, warriors, rollers, high rollers, strippers, lawyers. Baby boy, let me tell you where I'm from. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground 
Brown Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen specials. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. 
Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going racks to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com Want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, seven to nine with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, six to eight. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother.
Seattle. Come in after work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Muni Radio at muniradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information, people? <laughs> and I try to not, I try to not even engage in the shit. And my brother, who is equally as intelligent, is sitting across from her, and he actually starts to argue with her. <laughs> want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday six to eight on Joke Workshop with four minute sets and four minute critiques from everyone. Get by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. I'm your host. Yeah, that's fair. You can. So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four minute sets and four minute critiques from everyone. Positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, seven to nine. With Google that, that, his name will come up. <laughs> I'm figuring by end of April we'll be doing test runs with it, and then hopefully by May go on a ride, and then get ready for the summer. Bitching, July. Plan. That's scary. Yeah. And the summer is. Uh, Paul and I are talking about going up uh, to the two. Up Seattle up and where? up Highway Two. Highway Two. Okay, it's on the Canadian border. Nice. Hmm. So I didn't even know about of, that one. Yeah, and then it drops down around the lakes, and then picks up again over around New York, and then ends off in Maine. Really? So, yeah. wow, huh. a trek. Yeah, 
but we're planning to hit Mutant Fest on the way, so. <laughs> Priorities, bro. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> are there any good parties on the way, and what bars are on the way as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with, with Mutant Fest...
We're back. Hey, what's up? With maybe guests in the studio. Who knows? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure we got a. Yeah. We got an old DJ from this place. He wasn't old. even a DJ. Yeah, back when the place opened. He looked like himself. Back when I was young. You tell stories of when it was called Pirate Radio. <laughs> Woo. Go, go way back. Go way back, boy. Way back. Let me see yours then. Is your battery dead? I'm not done yet. Oh. This fucking new technology, man. Like, So we got Wild Bill in the studio. Woo! Hey, kids. Been a little Wild Bill, it looks like. Wild Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Took him out to Alamany tonight. What out? What out? What out? Flea market. Oh, nice. nice. Really? How'd that go? <laughs> Drugs yeah. in one piece. He had to put. He had to push the seat back, huh? <laughs> Get out yeah, of the we way, had, we, had, we were loking. It was cool. I've never gotten the seat back that far and been able to seal the fucking front window still. <laughs> <laughs> what did you fall off the seat before? How'd that work out for you, Wyatt? I was. Oh. There. Yeah, a little closer to the mic, please. It was kind of easier, like easier than I thought it would be. I thought Ugh. I was gonna wreck the car. I thought it was gonna happen that easily, huh? Yeah, I thought, I thought when I was gonna make one of the turns, I was just gonna just. just with. Did you make your dad cry? Oh. Did he yell at you? Awesome. Not even let him punch it. I'm gonna punch it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> between the you don't let me punch it. Fuck. Yeah, no. You, the cops usually follow you after you've punched it <laughs> yeah right it happens yeah no i got a huh. fucking a moscone west remember that that was a wheelie not a burnout uh, <laughs> yeah, exhibition, whatever exhibition of speed <laughs> i didn't know the cop was Pretty right sure. behind me the fucking sneaky old dick and now it's the cop's fault well yeah i like the thing well if you had a, actually it's your fault because you had a loud ass muffler on your butt. you do see who you're talking to all uh, right <laughs> he's the youngest of how many kids I, but I didn't do it. It was him. <laughs> yeah. He's that guy. They spoke before I could. That's my but you see, I was... Sniveled like a typical oldest person. It doesn't look like you're Fuck done with that. you. You got, you got an excuse at the ready, don't you? Can you grab that from him, please? <laughs> Stretch oh. Armstrong. Sure. Yeah, you go. Thank you. Is that bad? His battery's dead. So how you doing, Wild Bill? How's your bike running? I heard you were you were working on the, on the other I got bike. my engine back in. Yeah. What'd you have done to the engine? Or did you just take it I'd out? I'd Robin go through it, check it out. Wow. Everything looked cool? Yeah, new clutch. Did, uh, he pull a, did he pull the pistons or anything? Or Yeah, now he looked at everything. Did he hone the cylinders? No, no. Everything looks good. This, this is the KLR? Or the No, no. This is the GL. The GL 1000, yeah. Ah. So it's now uh, the engine's back in it, and uh, I'm looking for some parts, and I'm going to start chopping up some of the stuff I don't want on the frame. And... Uh, I'm figuring by end of April we'll be doing test runs with it, and then hopefully by May go on a ride, and then get ready for the summer. Bitching, July. Plan. That's scary. Yeah, and the summer is. Uh, Paul and I are talking about going up uh, to the two, up Seattle up and where? up Highway Two. Highway Two. Okay, and it's on the Canadian border. Nice. Hmm, so I even know about of, that one. Yeah, Just, and it drops down around the lakes. And then picks up again over around New York, and then ends off in Maine. Really? So, yeah. Wow, huh. trek. Yeah. But we're planning to hit Mutant Fest on the way, so. <laughs> Priorities, bro. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> are there any good parties on the way, and what bars are on the way as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with, with Mutant Fest, uh, 
we'll probably go do the whole thing. So, and then ta- I'm planning on taking all of July off. That's like a week for Mutant Fest, right? It's or 10 days because I go set days. up. Yeah, and then uh, I'm going to bring a system up this year. So, oh, I'm pitching. Yeah. So, wait a minute, you're going to take all this on a bike or you take the truck and the I'm going to have, I'm going to have all the gear brought up and then Paul and I are going to bike up. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll roll in on motorcycles. You're regular fucking Neil Pert and his riding buddy, right? Yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. ride between shows, and it'll be awesome. Yeah, but you know, Paul has a problem with fucking Rush, so I don't think we could ever ride with fucking Neil Pert. Oh. I'd ride with Neil Pert. Put it in your headphones, not his. You know? Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> You're gonna be in Canada. That's their country, right? He has to listen to Rush by law once a day. Yeah, right? No, you can't. Be neither one of us can go into Canada <laughs> legally. <laughs> Probably <better>. legally. <laughs> What, the snowbacks keep you out or what? Yeah, do, they, snowbacks do they already have a wall? Is that what's going on up there? What's yeah, the, no, there is. They have dude, a wall for know, us? So we're know. like Mexicans to Canadians. <laughs> so the snow Mexicans um, wow. don't. So if you have a DUI, uh, my friend just yeah, was there on a. You can't enter the country. You can't enter the country. You know why they do that? Because they're afraid you're going to get a DUI in their no, country. No, because we did it to them first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah, now it does. <laughs> we were the pricks that threw that on them. So, yeah, we don't want well, no drunk Canadians running around our country. Yeah, eh? <laughs> I've seen SCTV. It's probably a good idea. You hoser. 